0: United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. This weekend in Nigeria, as we shift to the international, Nigeria holds elections this weekend. Why should you care? What do you need to know? We need to turn to an expert about that. And that's what we're doing. Oge Onabugu, who is the USIP United States Institute of Peace Senior Program Officer for Africa Programs, is joining us here on POTUS. The Twitter handle is at USIP or at Oge Onabugu. Oge Onabugu, thank you for joining us on POTUS today.
1: Thank you for having me
0: the elections in nigeria let's talk about it it is africa's largest democracy is there a challenge to the way that this is playing out are there concerns about the legitimacy of this election give us some more information that we need
1: well again thank you again for having me this morning so the elections in nigeria um, over this weekend are very very important and what happens in nigeria definitely matters to the united states and the international community These elections in Nigeria are coming 20 years after the restoration of multi-party democracy in the country. And ironically, these elections are actually coming, these two decades will be the longest stretch of uninterrupted governance in Nigeria since the military era. And the elections are also coming after the country's first ever peaceful transition of power to an opposition candidate uh, from the elections that happened in in 2015. So these are very, very important. And definitely what happens there matters to us here in the United States and the international community, Nigeria has one of the youngest uh, populations, one of the youngest, population, youngest populations in the world. Um, it's about fifty-four percent of Nigerians are below the age of twenty. This is a very young population when compared to the global average of about thirty-four percent under the age of twenty. And the country is also on track to reach a population of. Of, of over 4 million people by 2050, surpassing the population of the United States. So, as you rightfully pointed, it's um, one of the largest, it's the largest economy um, on on the continent and also the largest democracy, and it's a committed u s ally as well. So it's really important for us to pay attention to these elections. Well, how but- much
0: is how much might this election be considered a bellwether in that it might say, this is a lesson to be learned. It could be an example for other countries in Africa. Is that a part of what we're watching play out?
1: Definitely, because the elections in 2015 basically raised citizens' expectations. It definitely set a standard. And as we usually say sometimes, you know, what happens in Nigeria, the way Nigeria goes, the way the rest of the continent goes. Nigeria is such a dominant figure, a dominant country on the continent and also in the region. So it's really important for us to, to pay attention to these elections, more for the population size of the country, for the economic size and the economic strength of Nigeria, so these are very important factors that are playing into these elections as uh, as we as we see them play out over these weekend. Because Nigeria um, definitely sets a, a standard and sets a tone for for the way things go on the continent.
0: Again, okay, Onabugu, who is USIP senior program officer for Africa programs about the Nigeria elections this weekend. Who are the players and who would the United States prefer, if anyone, to be in charge at the end of the election? Who would the U.S. put its chips on, if you will, to be the winner?
1: The U.S. doesn't have a preferred candidate in these elections. I think what is really important for us to note here is that Nigeria has made major strides in its democratic development. And it's important for us to continue to support Um, the country's democratic development, and also think long-term, because at the end of the day, regardless of whoever emerges as president um, from these elections, there are still serious challenges that the country will have to contend with. So at the end of the day, we should continue supporting Nigeria's democratic progress, looking at the long-term issues and the long-term challenges um, that whoever emerges as president will have to contend with.
0: Uh, so after the election takes place, uh, how do we assess the success or lack thereof of the election? Is it about the peacefulness? Is it about the legitimacy? And who is going to be in charge of making sure that this goes off, if not without a hitch, with as few glitches as possible?
1: Well, the election management buddy in Nigeria, the INEC, the Independent National Electoral Commission, has made... Um, some considerable progress in administering elections in the country since 1999. And obviously, these elections over the weekend will test the resilience of Nigeria's institutions, Nigeria's democratic institutions, from the electoral commissions to its security agencies to the judiciary. And it's important that all these agencies be able to coordinate effectively towards ensuring a peaceful outcome of the elections at the end of the day for Nigerians.
0: You, you, one wonders about the major problems i mean the economy of nigeria as you mentioned i think you said by 2050 nigeria is expected to have 400 million people as a population what is it that they do is it i mean i think it's about 20 percent agricultural right now what is the industry that is driving the economy and what is the expectation or hope for the future
1: so now, the economy in Nigeria is still dominated by the, um, by the oil, by, by the petroleum industry. But there, there, as you rightfully pointed out, there is agriculture as well, and there are also discussions to diversify. There are also forms of diversification of the economy that are happening. There's also a pretty large informal sector as well, and a large youth population and individuals who are involved in different types of private and informal industries. So I, I, I think, you know, following these elections with the large population size, with Nigeria's growing economy, not only on the formal side, but on the informal side as well, these are key important things to, to, to keep in mind.
0: Will you be, or, or do you travel to Nigeria?
1: Yes, I do. I actually mm-hmm. just got back from Nigeria last week, and I will be heading up to Nigeria next week to be part of an international election observer mission um, to observe the state elections.
0: Well, I look forward to catching up when you get back. I want to get a sense of what it's like, uh, both the the elections, how they take place and the results. And we hope we can have you back on to discuss this with us. It's an underreported issue, but I'm glad we had a chance to have you on today. Thank you so much for being on POTUS. Thank you, Tim. Oge Onobogu, who is the USIP, United States Institute of Peace, Senior Program Officer for Africa Programs. The elections this weekend in Nigeria, it's amazing, 375. It's going to be 400 million by by the year 2050. Amazing. And uh, one of the largest, it'll be the fourth largest, I think, by population in the world at that point. Uh, she is tweeting, by the way, at USIP or at Oge Onobogu, which is at O-G-E-O-N-U-B-O-G-U.